My husband says that I am having emotional problems. What are emotional problems? Can you tell me what to do about them? Well, the answer to your question is very simple. Emotional problems are not emotional problems. The words emotional problems are another example of those many euphemisms that exist in the area of psychology and psychiatry, which have confused the public so greatly. For instance, there's the euphemism mental illness. Now, there's no such thing as mental illness, except, of course, organic brain problems. But when people speak about mental illness, they're usually talking about some kind of, of non-physical sickness that is caused by uh, some non-physical cause, which is strange and unusual, and it operates in some non-physical realm, which, of course, is to say that it doesn't exist uh, in those terms. Uh, the word mental illness is simply a euphemism again. And there's another euphemism around uh, like this word, emotional problems or mental illness. And that's the word nervous breakdown. Very frequently to uh, euphemize things, people will call uh, difficulties in life a nervous breakdown. But nerves don't break down. Uh, they work very well. Uh, they work beautifully. And indeed, anybody who's suffering from what is called a nervous breakdown, his nerves are working all too well. He wishes they weren't because he has many bad feelings transmitted by those nerves. If he had a, truly had a nervous breakdown and his nerves really literally broke down, it would be like uh, uh, being numb from head to foot. No, there's no such thing really as an emotional problem. Your problem is not with emotions at all. Your emotions are working very well. When you're depressed, when you're upset, when you feel pain, when you're distressed, when your body is aching, when you're tired, when you're weary, your emotions have been working, uh, in fact, overworking, working very, very well. Indeed, there are times when you wish that your emotions weren't working quite so well uh, at all. Uh, emotional problems are not problems with our emotions. The emotions are functioning just exactly as they were intended to function. They're functioning the way that God intended them to function. And the problem lies somewhere else. So the words emotional problems are simply euphemistic words. By the way, if you don't, want, don't know what a euphemism is, that's simply a way of making something you don't like uh, sound a little better, uh, or at least to try to uh, uh, take the edge off of the, the sound of something you don't like. For example, in the airplanes a while back, they used to have on the uh, chuck bag which is also a, a euphemism, the words chuck bag, they used to have the words for vomiting. And more people did because those were the words that were on the chuck bag than probably for any other reason. Then they changed the words from for vomiting to the words for air sickness. That didn't help very much either. Now you'll see words like for motion discomfort on the uh, bags or nothing at all except tic-tac-toe designs or something of that sort so that you can play games on the edge of the bag. Uh, I have a dentist uh, who's a good friend of mine, a Christian friend that I go to, and he, he doesn't talk about uh, pain anymore. He talks about discomfort. Are you having discomfort, he'll say. And I always say, come on now, Gene, let's just get it right down to where it is. It's plain old-fashioned pain in your chair. 
Well, uh, this is a euphemism where you take some word or some words that uh, you don't like particularly and you kind of uh, trowel them off a bit, take off the, the rough edges, smooth them out, and use other words. But you see, the trouble is that when people try to euphemize the facts about themselves, they get themselves into trouble, difficulty, and problems that the euphemism keeps them from solving. So that when you call problems emotional problems, you really are talking about something else. And as long as you think that the problem is truly a problem with your emotions, you realize you can't do anything about it because how can you change emotions? It's not very easy to sit down here and work up the right kind of emotion that I want. Let's say I, I'm very angry and I want to stop being angry. Well, what do I do to stop being angry? I mean, where are the buttons that I push? Where are the switches that I throw? How do I turn off the emotion, you see? It, you, emotions don't work directly. You don't just sit down and suddenly get a warm, benevolent feeling for somebody by whomping it up. Emotions won't womp. They don't come that way, you see. So how do you deal with emotions? It's true that your emotions are, may be upset. It's true that your emotions may be working overtime, but your problem is not an emotional problem. The emotions are only e the effect of the problem. They are not the cause of the problem. They are not at the root of your difficulty. And as long as you try to attack the emotions or try to change the emotions, you'll fail. That's why a lot of the counseling of our time, which is feeling-oriented, which talks about venting feelings and staying with the feeling and looking for feelings, not for facts, and all that sort of nonsense, is entirely unbiblical. Now, your problem, if it truly is a problem that uh, creates emotional difficulty, then your problem is a behavioral problem. Our emotions are upset when we have judged that we are not living according to the will of God. In Genesis 4, the first seven verses, we have the story of Cain and Abel. And it's interesting that the Lord comes to Cain and he says to him, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? And then he says, if you do right, if you do right, will not your countenance be lifted up? Now, what God is saying to Cain is this. He's saying, you're upset. You're feeling lousy. Your emotions are working in a way that's unpleasant to you because of the way that you're acting. But if you do the right thing, you'll feel better. When you do well, your countenance, your face, your emotions, which of course are reflected in that countenance, will be lifted up instead of cast down or fallen, as it says in verse 6. So the answer is this. The answer to the problem of emotional difficulty in one's life is not to go after the emotions, but to look at your own behavior and attitudes before God. The way that you think and the way that you live leads to the way that you feel. When you do those things which are pleasing to God and your conscience tells you that you are doing what pleases God, you feel right. When your conscience triggers bad emotional feelings within you, it's because that conscience has judged you to be out of fellowship with God by what you're doing or what you're thinking of doing or the attitudes that you have toward people or toward God. So the key here is not the emotions, but the key is the behavior and the thinking and the attitude 
which leads to those emotional responses. Today, if you're having problems, don't keep focusing on your feelings. Take a hard look at your life. Get out a paper and a pencil today. Write down all of the ways in which you know that you're not pleasing God, either as a mother or a father, as a husband, as a wife, as a child, as a parent, or simply as a Christian. Whatever it is that you've been doing wrong, make a good, long, hard inventory of all those things and then start dealing with them, first in repentance and prayer, and then start doing something about them according to the Word of God. And I can guarantee you, on the basis of the Word of God, that if you do right, says God to Cain and to you, you will feel right. Your countenance, your face, your emotions behind that face will be lifted. Lord, help us to not euphemize, but to look at the hard realities of sin in our life and to deal with that God's way. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.